Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode How's it going? Good. Welcome, everybody. Good, good. So we're going to go to somewhere brand spanking new tonight. I am super excited. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, my husband and I went to the Morton Arboretum Mm -hmm. for like a little beer festival, and it was freezing outside. (laughs) Of course. It was like the coldest day it's been so far, Uh but now it's... A little bit it's warmer. It's actually warmer today, yeah. Yeah, so I which like, is nice. But it but won't it be for long. Not it's temporary. Warm when I was out there, and <laughs> we were outside in the dark for like three hours. So, in spite of that, though, we were fortunate All for beer. enough, <laughs> yes, to stumble upon a brewery from Lyle, Illinois, called Bubble House. Cool. And I really liked one of the beers that we sampled. And then my husband and I got a rare date night oh my shortly gosh shortly after yes and i was like lauren we have to feature this brewery so awesome so here we are yeah and we're gonna start with a, a beer that i saw the name of when you and i were setting up and was like <laughs> no that's way too long it's called 10 second hug excessive amount of time <laughs> if anybody who knows me is listening you know that that's not an ideal hug length for me Garrett doesn't no touchy that's doesn't a little like long. to be touched. i would think yeah. that maybe like a five or six seconds perhaps would probably be perhaps. about good for me yeah this is like a little yeah it's just like too many seconds <laughs> for me so let's uh let's wow, give it a try though is huge i hope you're thirsty I know you're yep. going to love it, so I'm not worried about that, but there is definitely a good <laughs> amount much, in there. You know what? I could use a beer. It is like I mean, a right? crazy time at work right now, oh, and I feel the that. holidays are crazy, yeah, and right. I bought and wrapped like 4,500 presents, it feels like. <laughs> that, that's, a right, that's probably the right but number. I still don't have my tree up, but all my presents are wrapped. I did this I backwards s- completely. I did the same thing, though. I mean, like I <clears throat> wrapped all of the presents, mm-hmm. and they're like in two big amazon boxes yeah in the corner ours are just of my in the corner room. of the dining room they're just and, sitting there yeah and <laughs> we just put up our tree okay like two days ago gotcha. yeah we're but, not there yet we're but we only on got it. lights on it and so we uh, haven't put the gifts around because mm-hmm. i'm not going to put all the gifts under the tree and then it's have what, us all step on them right putting yeah, up ornaments no you know it's on the list it's going to happen this weekend pretty sure so anyways pretty i could sure. use a beer i love your lack of <laughs> pretty commitment sure. pretty sure like you're like the plan is to do it but i don't want to commit to doing yeah, it just no. in case it doesn't happen yeah no i, I love can't, it i can't commit so good call we're gonna give it a try or give it our best effort do so, your best friend do let's my try best. this double yes. dry hop hazy ipa cheers it smells great oh my mm. gosh seriously this has like become like one of my favorite it's a comfort isn't it, it? Is. it's just like it just makes you feel good yeah warm and shiny mm. <laughs> mm. Ooh, this is good right i like it 
Yeah. It's like a little citrusy, but not too citrusy. Well, and it's got a little good. bit of like a fluffier head. I mean, like yeah. normally you get kind of a more dense head yeah. on an IPA, I think, or not much of a head. And this is like a nice fluffy head with like a creamier, almost a little more bitter than some of the like hazies we've drank lately. It's more of an IPA than a hazy IPA, yes. but it has yeah. a little bit more citrusy than just a... It's mm. like a mix between a hazy and a regular. It's got a good creaminess yeah. to it. It's got a little bit of citrus. It's a little more bitter than all the hazies. Like, it's like a perfect blend. <clears throat> I agree. I think so, it's... And I like I it. Really? And I think it's like good. It. This is this is good. So, good. so tell Bubble, me about House. Bubble House. Yeah, I never honestly heard. I've so I've seen like things in the beer group and mm-hmm. um things like that, but I've never really heard much about them. And obviously, because they literally open the first weekend of November. So like <laughs> and this is the first week of December yeah, that we're talking about. So it's about them. brand new. Like they've been open a month. So That's funny. yeah, so they're in Lyle, right off Ogden Avenue. For any of you in the, the area. Oh, I will say that yes. one of the things I. Really really liked about visiting them Mm -hmm. was that it's almost walking distance from the Bavarian Lodge. (gasps) Oh my gosh. So yeah. Oh, that's like a total selling point. Yes. We ate dinner there and then went to Bubble House. Oh, that sounds perfect. It was pretty great. Yeah. It was pretty great. And Bubble House was a really cool environment. Really like low key and simple, which I really like for breweries because I often mention how much I think it's ridiculous how much money they spend on like like the aesthetics of it when it's there for the beer. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm sitting in a chair that probably costs $200 to custom make. There are some that (laughs) even my husband who doesn't really drink beer has walked in and been like, how much do you think that chair costs? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't know, but a lot more than probably a lot. So yeah, than our dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm totally with you on that. So they did awesome. have a cool sign, and I'm a sign person, so I true, noticed. True. But it's like this very architecture, like artsy looking thing that looks like bubbles on the wall, oh, sort of. Cool. That I really, I wanted to go touch it, but my <laughs> husband doesn't like it when I. Well, I think he thinks it's hilarious. I tend to touch signs, signs. <laughs> when I go places. It's one of my weird little things. It's a quirk. Because it's I fine. have to know what it's yeah. made out of okay. and sometimes you can't tell by looking you looking, have to touch it and i can be like oh this is screen printed <laughs> and i touch it and i know <laughs> well well bubble house okay so yeah. bubble house so um it is john and april their husband and wife team mm-hmm. who own the place april's a teacher so i okay. think this is mostly john's uh, you know, blood, sweat, and tears right now. Okay. Um, they have two kids. So Bubble House uh, Bubble is like the literal presentation of um, what they love about beer. So he did an interview not too long ago with a podcaster uh, that I actually got a chance to watch and learned a little bit about them. So, nice. you know, like when you're... Um, you know, the yeast is converting to sugars and you see like the beer come to life. Like right. that's the, and you get the bubbles. Yeah, you get the bubbles. So like that's the literal bubble. And then kind of the house part is the figurative. They want people to feel at home and have a sense of community and have that community and love of beer and just have that bubble house i so. love it that's yeah. cool so what a nice little combination great. of words it, it sounded it was yeah it's very endearing i thought to hear john uh describe their vision of i love house. it that's so. wonderful yeah um so yeah so they just opened a month ago um sounds like they've been home brewing or john's been home brewing for for quite a while now um 
I looked them up and I think they applied for the trademark on this in like 2018. So like it's probably been in the works for quite a while now. Um, John was in the corporate world, corporate job for a long time and started homebrewing after college and really got the passion for it. Um, He went to COD, College of DuPage, um, for some of their craft beer program and to, um, you know, continue that education. And like I said, April is a teacher. Um, so he was saying that she actually started just as like a Coors drinker. She was not a craft sure. beer girl at the start. Um, they've got a couple of kids. And they actually, how really they got um, into the business, I would say, is Skeleton Key does their incubator program. And oh, we've yeah. talked about Skeleton Key before okay. and this program. And they did a homebrew competition. Uh, it was called Spare Keys. Okay. And the winner got to do this incubator program. So they got to use Skeleton Key right. to brew their homebrew. I remember that. So yeah. that's how Bubble House really got going oh, was wow. they were the winners of that program. That's and with so Skeleton cool. Key... They got to brew, you know, his formulation, his beer, and really started getting into the community in the area of brewers, which That's is an awesome. amazing community. That's awesome. That, yeah, um, and they're very lucky because the yes. western suburbs are oh like gosh. the most wholesome, supportive group they're of such a beer great drinkers. Drinkers, brewers, tap yeah, room managers, like totally. everybody we've run into, honestly, it is that sense of community, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how they got started, which I think is so cool. That we is talked about really Skeleton cool. Key in that program, and it kind of all just comes full circle. So and here we are drinking yeah. the winner of that competition. So, what a cool thing. I thought that was really cool. So anyway, so I will check out bubble house at some point hopefully soon um they are open right now through december they're open Wednesday. they are open on wednesdays as well but otherwise they're going to start opening on thursdays or they were opening on thursdays january february often gets a little bit slower after the holidays so i'm not sure what their their hours will be so check out their facebook page uh and you know, see yeah, when they're open. Yeah, make sure you get, give them a like. Yeah, for they're gonna sure. They're going to be around, I think, for a yeah, little while. Yeah, you know, they're, I mean, this is really good. Like, I'm really liking this one. They've got a handful of beers. They are currently only on draft and take home and growlers. Um, but they've, they're planning on at some point experimenting with canning. Um, you know, once they get a feel for what people really want. Yeah. You know, so you can't, I get it. They've only been open a month. So, like, you got to figure out what would people want to buy, you know? Yeah, so I'm no, sure they need some data and absolutely. some time um, and whatnot to do that. But yeah, I'm super excited about them. So cool. That's a little bit of that bubble. Is, uh, thank you for sharing that. That's such a great story. Mm-hmm. What a great origin story. Yeah. And I feel like we get a little bit of kind of always the same kind of story. Similar. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, very similar. Home and brewers, you all get a lot of homebrewers. Worked somewhere else, got a contact in the industry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, it, the, the, this is cool. I like that, you know, There's Skeleton just an added does a layer cool here. program to help yes. essentially other brewers get up and running and yeah. I mean and I mean everything that happened with the tornado and you know with Skeleton Key like you can just see the community that there is there too absolutely that, like, I mean they haven't yeah. just supported others they're definitely getting support mm-hmm. from sure. the community and it, it's a very comforting thing to yeah. see it's I mean we've talked at length about how how fraternal yes the beer industry is even uh, on the whole but sure. from but the definitely brewery, local from yeah. the craft brewery or microbreweries mm-hmm. perspective 
it's just like everybody is everybody's friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a really nice it's a really nice perspective on running a business. Yes. Yeah, especially in this day and age. So it's it's refreshing and nice to see. So Absolutely. I'm going to continue drinking this 10-second hug, regardless of our critique of the name. It is an excellent beer. <laughs> I just like to take this moment to tell you guys that maybe 10 seconds is too long for a hug for me. <laughs> That's fair. That's all. It's okay if you want a hug for that long. Yeah, totally. 6% <laughs> ABV, so totally solid. Evan filled our... Evan, Our yes, can he was here. very nice. Uh, you know, you mentioned like the the homey feel mm-hmm. at the brewery, and I will say that the people working there that night were mm-hmm. just like really awesome, just cool. really friendly, really nice. It wasn't super busy when we were there, sure. so I'm sure that's you know you can always tell when it's really busy somewhere yeah. and you've got like two guys behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Hectic, you know, they're yeah. not gonna spend time socializing with you. Oh yeah, totally. But they were just like it was just great. It was just that's comfortable awesome. and nice and. A friendly Excellent. environment. Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely continue to support them. So, all right. So, as we drink our bubble house, what are we talking about tonight? What are we? We are going to talk about treasures. Treasures. Treasures of our own. Treasures we've received. Mm-hmm. Treasures we want to pass along. Yeah. What's junk and what's treasure? <laughs> I think we could go. I could talk about what junk is for. That's the vast majority of things. Ever. And honestly, junk. it's yeah. what it really boils down to is <laughs> me weeding through the things that aren't junk <laughs> that are part of my life. Yeah. Um, Man, I got to do that. We've got so much clutter in our house right oh. now that I'm like, I have to go through and find the treasures, the things that you want to keep. Right. Um, And get rid of the things that aren't worth keeping. And that's some an exercise that I need to do. But yeah. yes, let's talk about let's treasures. Talk about treasures. So I think I'm going to start from a greedy perspective and talk <laughs> about the things that either have been passed down to me okay. that I consider treasures, sure, sure. Uh, or that I would like to be passed, passed down, down to, to me. I like it. I like which it. is you know where the greed comes yeah, in. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and uh, so, for example, I think I have two like really uh, like big things that I've gotten as as already been sure. passed down to me that were definitely treasured by the person who had them and are treasured by me mm-hmm. one of them is this beautiful like ruby necklace mm. that my grandmother gave to me um gave is not the right word let me rephrase <laughs> <laughs> let me wear when i got married oh. and i just kept it <laughs> after that um it was worn by like all of the women in her family starting i think i think perhaps with her because i think it was given to her by her husband's family and i think then they let her wear it and then my mother wore it Ah, and then she let me wear wear it it. Mm -hmm. and i just kept Kept it it. um (laughs) not i didn't do it like maliciously no maliciously at at some point i realized i still had it sure sure um and but it wasn't at a point you know i don't have a big family true uh of people that would have also necessarily worn the necklace i do have Mm -hmm. my brother's daughter yeah who's probably the next person that would maybe be interested in wearing it and is connected to my grandmother Mm -hmm. and would probably wear it 
And I would happily sure, but she's still give young, it to her. So, but she's a sixteen yeah, year old. Exactly. I don't think she's thinking about marriage right now. Yeah, doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's thinking about soccer mostly and mm-hmm. academics. Um, on the same line, I was gifted the dining room set that was in my grandmother's house and this was like actually kind of a subject of controversy when my grandmother passed away Mm -hmm. there was she had she had said at one point she wanted me to have it Mm -hmm. but she didn't really write it down Uh, and that i've discovered when it comes to getting something passed to you yeah seems to make a big difference you have to write it yeah it literally needs to be my in-laws do this thing where they take a little piece of masking tape and they write your name on it and they like stick it underneath the thing oh interesting behind like a picture or like under the table or like under a chair so whoever and it's name is on there your name's written on it well i don't see your name written on it well that doesn't apply in their house because your name is written on it there is a table in their house that i was like i love this table it's so cool and they were like oh okay and they just like (laughs) masking tape and then wrote my name on it and put it under the t- That's kitchen table. kind of fantastic. I it's have not a, a bad idea. <laughs> I have a friend who, um, I haven't seen it in a while, but her mom has cookie jars. Rooms full awesome. of cookie jars. I love the idea of They're collecting cookie all jars. all over. Yes. And she said, like, if you want one, put your name on a piece of paper and put it in there. In the so that jar. when she passes... You know who that's be- claims that's brilliant. that cookie jar. I love it. I love so it. yeah, that's that's really cool. But yeah, same type of thing. All right, label There's it. A name. Label this it. Is who, this is who gets this. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we I don't haven't, have that. I I don't. Um, you know, I would never really claim anything that was my husband's family. Oh because no, I'm yeah, yeah. kind of. That's not. I mean, my children want to. My husband sure. wants to. It's not obviously your my husband's role, sister. Yeah, but that's yeah. not really my. Totally and that. I've seen that occur with my older generations of family members You're like, I don't where want it's that created drama. conflict. We don't and need I don't that. need that. There's nothing mm-hmm. and we're not talking about valuables here. Yeah, and even know? still it's not it's that conflict within family isn't worth the material things. So Yeah. 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 Uh there's some things that my parents have that I would really love to have. Uh one of them is their kitchen table. Oh. Which doesn't really make sense because I have a great kitchen table and I obviously have this dining room. Set. <laughs> True. You're so collecting tables. What do I need a big apparently. kitchen table for? There's nothing special about it except that when I was a child, mm. I used to sit under there and I drew a big rainbow Aww. under the table and it's still there. It's still there. Oh. And I also cut my cat's whiskers under that table. Which you don't do, but don't the way. cut your cat's mm. whiskers. But I was three, and I believed that she needed a haircut. They were getting really long, in my opinion. <laughs> and I went under the table with those green Elmer. Oh my like gosh! The yes, the safety scissors. scissors. Yes, and I just snipped them off. But I only got halfway before somebody caught me. So she looked like basically like someone had taken and pushed on her whiskers on one side of her face, and they had gone out to the other side. Because they were like really short, oh yeah, yeah, and really long on the other poor, side. Poor cat. I felt bad. I feel bad about uh, it yeah, now. Right. But you know, I was three at the yeah. time. I was just upset that someone interrupted me. <laughs> so, but you know, the table. I the table want has memory for that I reason. Get that. Yeah, I definitely get that. My parents have these prints from this artist from Italy, mm-hmm. and every time they've gone to Italy, they've bought one of his prints oh nice uh he passed away mm-hmm. kind of a while ago so okay. the, the time my husband and i went for our aunt for our 
honeymoon, honeymoon. and yeah. since then no one's been able to get one we can't find them gotcha uh, we can't well, find I mean, his it makes art sense. it's not like he's making more so no yeah. and i have no idea what happened yeah. to his art studio or if he had family Aww, sure. or if it got sold yeah we looked around he was outside of florence we mm-hmm. kind of looked around florence to see if we could find it yeah nobody you would just we just kind of lost that but yeah. um but they have three oh, of nice. his uh pieces yeah. uh his name's adelino Tatsi. Mm-hmm. And so we have he has three Tatsis. My brother bought one on a trip. And so my brother and I kind of like we talk about these three. Mm-hmm. So my brother has one. So it's my opinion that he I should get two, two and he should get one. And he should get one. That's and totally, he thinks yeah. <laughs> he should get two because he was there for the one that I wasn't and and I should no, get no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> and my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, I specifically told her that if she gets to my parents' house first, <laughs> that she's to burn one <laughs> so that we don't Each fight get over one. it. And we just go from there. We just drop it. And, and everybody get one. one. It's half. And she agreed to do that. All right. So I, I can't imagine she'll get there first because yeah. I'm very fast yeah. and I don't have a lot going on sometimes. Uh, so I can so totally. So in theory, you're going to get to the house first. <laughs> but that's sort of the like fake controversy and i'll be completely honest even though i don't know if my brother will ever hear this mm-hmm. i would never fight over it no it's if not worth he it. had a compelling reason for yeah. taking two of these home i would just be like dude it's totally yeah. fine as long as you get something i want this one yep. it's cool i don't care yep no i would never and that's one thing i will say it is my hope that any of the treasures i pass down to my kids Anything that I get, mm-hmm. I really hope that that's not what it turns into. It's some sort no. of conflict or Ugh. issue. Like, I There's don't want been that. So, yeah, a lot of families, unfortunately, that's what it comes down to is greed. Yeah. And I don't think your family's like that. And my brother and I wouldn't be like that at all. I don't even know if my brother, there's probably not much. Um, that he has, like, a strong desire Yeah, for. and so, like, my my father is very much... Outside of the garage, because he keeps everything in the garage, but in the house, he's very much a minimalist. So, like, he would make us go through everything in the house every six months and get rid of things. And I'm I'm pretty sure he does that still. And so they're just, we never kept a lot of things. Even their furniture, when they bought the house they live in now, they left all their furniture in the old house. Oh, wow. They didn't take, like, almost anything with them so they don't even have like they have furniture but it's new to this house like they have very few things i like that idea that they that they kept they they left most of it they have my brother's old bedroom set which is in the room that the twins stay in when they're there okay um and there's no sentimental value to it so i don't care um but like yeah most of their stuff is 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 newer. Pretty new. Yeah. I will say I have um, a hope chest that my grandfather made oh, for okay. me. And I will keep that forever and then pass it on to my daughter, likely. it's. I mean, it's solid wood and it's, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he, he made it for me. So I feel like that's something that's... Well, that's my yeah. grandfather, for example, mm-hmm. was an artist mm-hmm. and did wood carving as a hobby. Mm. And, and woodworking. Sure. And so, like, the items that fall in that category, yeah. I actually have a print of his in my house that he drew. Oh, nice. My mother has a self-portrait Aww. that he made of himself. 
Uh, and we have, he used to make little wooden knickknack type sure. things. Mm-hmm. I have like a little sled, a little <laughs> tiny sled that yeah. he carved out of wood for me. Oh, nice. My mom has like this little rocking horse looking thing. Yeah. He used to make these things called do nothings, which I, were yeah, like a block yeah. of wood I know exactly with the four is. lines yeah. in it. And you turn the thing and mm-hmm. yeah, and it goes through. He's made, he made a bunch of those. That's There's really somewhere. Cool. Yeah. But that that's cool. Like things that you know our ancestors have made yes um there's a yeah. handful of things that have been passed down from like my great grandmother like a couple pieces of jewelry here and there my family did not have a lot of money um so the things that we do have are are, are few but um i have a couple of rings from my, my busha my mom's mom and then my dad's aunt so my grandma's sister was going through a bunch of like her her grandma's so my great great grandma or my great grandma and then her grandmother's my great great grandmother's stuff and there were a couple of things in there that just you know were doilies or like I was gonna say things. how many aprons like, and like doilies my my do you keep though you I mean can't. even if they're handmade yeah you know? I have like two that were handmade by my grandma Mm -hmm. um and i have a blanket that was made but you can't keep all of the knit things that they make and you can't keep all of the like i and i wouldn't want to like i'm not that type of a person that keeps i mean i feel like this table that we're sitting at could really use a doily though i mean fair fair (laughs) to absorb the beer i Habitually yeah, spill right? on this I table. Did, I did. I I Lysoled it today. Oh, that's actually, nice. It's very shiny. I like yeah, it. It's very so shiny. Thank you. It's very clean. Nice. You cleaned uh, for me. I, oh. I mean, just the table, nothing else. I made a We're joke with the, my yeah. family about that. They're coming over this weekend and they're mm-hmm. gonna watch a movie in my basement. And oh. nobody other than you right has goes been in, the in basement. my basement. Yeah. Other than my immediate Yeah, you're family. the only one that comes in my basement. Yeah. We don't do the things down here. So. And I was just like, ugh. I guess I I should pick up around here. Dude, well, and so we're in the process of putting things into the crawl space and taking things out of the crawl space because we took all of our cushions off of under the gazebo off of our patio furniture. Sure, yeah. And we put put them in vacuum sealed things because my husband was like, I'm just going to put a tarp over it and leave it outside. And I was like, and then when the mice eat them, I'm going to have to pay hundreds of dollars to replace them. Yeah. I mean, no, can we not do that? I have an outside bin that had like just like lawn chairs in it. And it's just everything just got eaten. Yeah. So I'm like, no, because we just bought this couch, outdoor couch. Like, so anyways, moral of the story is I made him go get vacuum seal bags and put them in there. So those have to go into the crawl space. And my three Christmas trees and all of our decorations have to come out. Yeah. Those transition periods are the worst though, aren't they? Because there's always like stuff everywhere. Yeah. That's where I'm at now. (laughs) We took all the Christmas tree stuff out Mm -hmm. over the weekend. Okay. But we have not yet like decorated the Christmas yeah, so tree. Out. So there's just like bins everywhere. And then when that that's one of the, my least favorite things about decorating is that you take the bins out, you put the stuff up, and then you put the bins back, and then you have to do it all over again. Yeah, like, putting the bins back is the thing that me that my family struggles with. Yes. Like empty plastic containers yes. sit at the top <laughs> of the basement stairs until like 
the last because every time I go downstairs, I'm carrying a beer. I don't. I can't carry a carrying, beer. Yeah, I don't, I'll spill the beer. Yeah, Rubbermaid's not Doesn't coming down. Sense. Sorry, guys. And and uh, it is frowned upon when I just push it down the stairs. <laughs> For but some it's reason, empty. Nobody likes that. Uh, my cat, my husband, well, so loud. Cat, oh yeah, yeah my cat does. <laughs> Yeah. But as I think about that, I wonder what kind of things are in my crawl space that I might want to keep or pass down like to... Like the Christmas decorations. I mean, some what about them. some of that There's stuff? There's definitely some. So I will pass down my 39, <laughs> currently, and counting, Hallmark Victorian house ornaments to my daughter. My mother has been giving me a Christmas ornament for my entire life. And yeah. there's not 39. There's actually... They started in 1984, I think, this... This Hallmark series started in 1984 and is still going. Wow. And I have every single one of them. Wow. So, yeah. I actually That's had to replace amazing. one because it broke. Oh. And it was 85 freaking dollars on eBay. These stupid uh, ornaments wow. are collectibles. And I'm like... I will never sell it because it's not the point. No, but well, I'm that's like exactly what we're talking why about. Do though, right? People want to spend that much that's money. So on funny, but it's amazing what's worth money right? like that it's too. It's worth whatever someone will pay for it, I guess. Right. But I will pass that down to my daughter because that's a tradition that my mother started with them too. Is mm. we everyone gets an ornament every year. My and, mom does that yeah. too. So, Which I really like. Yeah. Although there was a period where she was buying these really beautiful like Lennox glass mm-hmm. ornaments. Oh, yeah. And I absolutely, they are gorgeous mm-hmm. and I love them, but they're heavy. They are. Yeah. And um, I've, we've had a couple of casualties yeah. and I, it makes me sad. I want her to buy them. Oh, for Mom, sure. Mom, if you're listening. Yes. This is stop. not complaining. Yes. No, no, no. If you want to buy my kids ornaments or mm-hmm. me an ornament, I will 100% yes. always take it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just worry about like... There's a little, I put them all in like one box mm-hmm. and I just put them all up first. When we like start, I go to the box and I rush through all of them and yeah. I hang up You're all like, these fragile these are gonna be ornaments the most stable. Yeah. in places that are out of reach. Yep. No, and my I totally kids will start it. running toward the box and I'll be like, no, it's no, okay. You get those over there. Yeah. You, you put up all those like paper wreaths you keep bringing home. <laughs> All of the things you made, you put those up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's that's definitely something that I would continue to pass down that yeah, I had. Right? And yeah. Um yeah, I but there's probably things my <laughs> I don't count this a treasure, but my mother gave my daughter a doll that she had when Is that she was the a kid. Scary doll? The creepy doll that I posted on Facebook? Yes. That That's thing the creepy doll. Freaked me out, man. Yeah, I like, thought about it later. I'm gonna seriously like post a picture on the Our, Facebook page because yes, you should. it's this creepy doll, and my mom's gonna be six. I don't know. My my mom's gonna be like 68. So this was her doll when she was a kid. That's so weird. So dude. the doll is old, and it's creepy, and it just my daughter put it in the corner. I don't of her like room that. That's the worst. Part. When you walk in. You just see this creepy doll staring at you. I don't like it. Right? And so I think that she treasures that while as I do not. You're like, I could live without this thing. I could live without the creepy doll. I'm not a huge fan of the creepy doll face. I'm kind of, I will say that (laughs) while I never really support the whole like gender role thing or whatever, and Mm -hmm. if my boys wanted a doll, I would gladly get it for them. And one of my kids. One of my kids did have kind of a My Little Pony phase, and oh, yeah. I was perfectly happy to yeah, get whatever. him My Little Ponies. Um, 
But I'm kind of glad that we don't have dolls. Mm -hmm. I will say that you've reminded me that when I was growing up, my mother used to get me porcelain dolls. Oh, yes. And they still (gasps) exist, man. And they were creepy, too. There is a whole (laughs) cabinet of them in the room that I lived in. Yeah. It wasn't in there when I lived there. It is now. (laughs) They're in there, man. Yeah. Uh, And that's not even all of them. That, but that they're they're scattered about my parents' house, and I don't know what I told my husband that I was going to take all of them and put them on like a bookshelf in <laughs> the basement in like a dark That's all corner. that is, right? Yeah. He was just like, "That's terrifying," and yes. I was like, "Yes, yes it is. I know. I agree." <laughs> no one, yeah. If you ever want to scare someone, creepy old dolls, creepy old that's dolls. the way to go. I'm Especially telling you, glass eye dolls. You know oh. the ones who stare; those are so creepy. So we oh. haven't really talked too much Anyways. about things that we would pass on. You talked a, yeah, actually, you talked a lot I about did a it. I didn't say very much. <laughs> One thing that I've been thinking about mm-hmm. is this podcast. Oh, and I thought to myself, now Lauren and I will have to die for it to end. Yeah, because I mean, really. I'm not going to. Who stop. doesn't like talking and drinking? I mean, beer. like, there's going to have to be like a medical reason for us to stop recording. And I'll be honest with you, even if there is, I will spit the beer out and just just, just sip it just with taste you. Taste it. It's just like and talk a wine to tasting. Yeah, the flavor. <laughs> but I mean, realistically, that's not happening. So right. <laughs> yeah. But however, yeah, I would rather I will hopefully perish before i have to stop drinking yeah no fair. Agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but you know who knows what the future may yeah. hold who knows which ones of our children may be sitting at this table with us someday talking about their newborn yeah they totally will my kids actually ask sometimes like when are we gonna do a podcast yeah, again? my kids do too yeah so we should totally do that but... yeah we should get them in here again maybe we'll do another like christmas yeah, present episode i like it because that was really fun the mm-hmm. kids really liked it we'll get them together Yes, now that we can. Yeah. I like it. I, my kids and would be excited. I'm sure they would love that. My so kids, that's um, on the agenda. <laughs> I, I like this idea that our kids would definitely continue on that tradition. I will, side note, my kids, I was super proud of, They, um, the twins were asked to talk at the school board meeting a couple of weeks ago. Oh. So they had to talk about like something that they're working on in school and just like how the school year's going. And it was right after, right before Thanksgiving and right after they wrote these like haunted house stories and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so my daughter was like totally fine. She has not a, she was not scared at all. She had nice. no nerves whatsoever. She just got up there and was talking about the haunted house story she wrote about a witch and boys and how she cooked the witch cooked the boys into the pie. I love like... that. I love that. <laughs> it was all all in her head. She wrote a scary story and uh yeah, she literally part of her story was they had to decorate a turkey in a disguise and she said, "So I was watching Wonder Woman and it just popped in my head. That's what my turkey should be. And that was it. She like, <laughs> she talks how, just in I love exactly it. how she thinks. But my twin boy was very nervous before speaking. He did fine speaking. And he comes by, back to me afterwards. And he goes, Mom, it, I was way more nervous getting worked up and thinking about it yeah. than just getting up there and doing it. And I'm right. like, you're seven. And that is very wise for a seven-year-old because yeah, that is totally that's, accurate. I feel that way. <laughs> and sometimes I do wonder, are, is, are you nervous about this? My son has a belt test yeah. for karate on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's nervous at all. Oh, I, I would be yeah. nervous. Mm-hmm. It's a performance, That's totally true. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't would be nervous. Like, 
and I think my son was, he didn't know what the audience would be. He's fine uh, talking in front of like his class because sure. he knows them. But the he's like, how many people are, are there going to be? It's a meeting. Like how many adults yeah. are going to be around? That makes sense. But I think he's perfectly fine and comfortable just talking to anyone on that's a one-on-one wonderful. basis. So they would be good candidates for continuing that's this That's excellent. Tradition. I will I like say it. you mentioned your daughter telling that Halloween or haunted house <laughs> yes. story. My older son... When mm-hmm. he was in second grade, he wrote this essay right before Thanksgiving okay. about how to catch a turkey. Oh. And it was <laughs> the most violent thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I still have it. My This was in second grade. My son is a fifth grader. Okay. It is still on my garage door because it's the only door that's steel. Uh, so it's magnetized. So magnetized yeah. <laughs> I still have it up there because I just can't bring myself to put it away because yeah. I don't ever want to forget it. <laughs> His story about how to... It's like at one point he goes... I would lure the turkey into a room and then I would throw a knife at it and it would die. Oh my God. And then I would eat it. And it is like, it's so good. My younger son brought that essay home. Mm-hmm. He's in second grade now. Oh, he brought yeah. that essay home from school yesterday. Oh. And I just like, I just couldn't wait. And he had to read it to me because my younger child's handwriting is atrocious. <laughs> and he's reading me the story and he's basically like, well, first I would put a bunch of slippery stuff on the floor like soap and oil. And then I would get the turkey to come down there and he would slip and fall. And then he would fall into some glue and get stuck to the oh floor. Gosh. And then I would flood the entire house and he would drown. Oh, wow. That took a it turn right was, there. But, oh, yeah. No, both stories end the same way. Sure, sure. Just a, a violent, disturbing death for this animal. That was not an assignment for my children. The haunted know, house was, was the I haunted house. I but, don't think that's... What where the they were going for no but i absolutely love that both of my children took it to the same place the, yeah they were just like uh violence all right well <laughs> we have to kill a turkey so he yeah. might as well suffer right yeah <laughs> no my daughter definitely was all about uh tor- not necessarily torturing but you know <laughs> killing the little boys Sorry. and baking them into a pie and i was like when i you mean say it like that it sure, sounds really bad it's cool whatever i'm just gonna keep an eye on I you like, little girl yeah <laughs> Well, you know, she does have a creepy doll, so you she should probably really loves creepy doll. Watch that thing. She also really likes for when the Halloween was around, and their babysitter actually took them to like see some like decorations and stuff. And there was this one house that there was a bunch of creepy clowns and a like life size Pennywise. Oh man! And it would talk. Ooh. And my daughter kept going back to Pennywise. Like that was her favorite decoration. Oh, was Pennywise. Man. And my mom so is terrified creepy. of clowns, and she was like, "No, yeah. no, no clowns." And I'm like, "The creepy doll doesn't scare you, but clowns do." I know. Like, right? I feel like they're similar. Like both right? somewhat creepy. I see that. Yeah, but my daughter, I guess, is into the the creepy, which is totally fine. But anyways, anyway, back to treasures. Back to treasures. I will back on track. Say. <laughs> I, well, we stayed on the creepy doll pretty much. So I mm-hmm. think we stayed on track. Yeah, fair. I mean, that turkey true. story I told was kind of off base, but I That's don't right. regret it. No, no, we're good. <laughs> I, I was going to say my husband does not throw things out. Everything is a treasure. Um, there are times where... So for chair. 
The chair. Yes. So that's a perfect example. I was going to mention something else, but honestly, this is better. Uh, He has this chair. Mm -hmm. It was like his grandfather's chair. And when he would visit or something like that, he would sit in this chair. From a objective point of view, the chair is very comfortable. Okay. I remember it when my husband was in college. Yeah, you would sit it in went the chair. to college with him. It went to college with my husband. It's a very comfortable chair. I liked past tense. Yeah, sitting in it. Mm-hmm. It has moved with us from Everywhere. college to our apartment to our home. At one point, it was even on the main floor of my house. Now it's in my it's like basement. crushed gold. Like it's gold is like I think that's too nice of a description for the color. It's more of like a greeny. It's like a harvest gold. Remember the old appliances from the seventies? Yeah, like that weird orangey yellow color. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Color <laughs> as a, a lot as someone who on. works in a creative field, <clears throat> I have to say when I'm asked to describe colors, sometimes I actually struggle because I think I I try too hard to match and in, it. Yeah, and this situation it's just it's just unlike anything you've seen it doesn't when we have a post lot going the creepy on. doll maybe we'll post the chair i feel like we should this so is what we should do treasure post there's a treasure post I like coming it. you guys I like it so this chair the problem the the main problem isn't that the color is like not great oh no the main issue with the chair is that it has just like disintegrated yeah it's just it's falling like apart falling apart mm-hmm. At one point, I reached out to like an upholstery company to get it re-upholstered, and it was gonna be like five hundred dollars. Dude, it's like crushed velvet. Like it doesn't, it doesn't. You I don't was like, do that. I can't yeah. pay five hundred dollars to re-upholster no. this chair. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll buy you a new chair. Yes. And I was, of course, that's not the point. I know. And I respect that, but. I'm like this close to getting him to throw it away. At one point, we were throwing away some other furniture that is just plain ruined. It's not something I could donate. It's like ripped and and damaged and Mm -hmm. dirty. And and because I have a cat and he's disgusting. Um, (laughs) Cat, kids, you know. And children, yeah, yeah, that spill stuff. Honestly, it's all of those things. But um, we were throwing away other furniture and I walked over to the chair and I was just like, what do you think about keeping the chair? And it's the first time ever in the history of our relationship that he has said, we should probably throw it away. I'm just not ready to do that yet. And I was just like, okay. That's progress, though. Yeah. I'll take it. That's good. I will take that. Yes. So for someone who saves everything, Mm -hmm. this is something he treasures. And I, like I said, I totally respect that. I've bought covers for it, too, Mm -hmm. by the way. And there's just like, because of the shape of it, it's not the shape of a normal chair. Yeah. None of the covers ever fit. Yep. Um, I would conclude um, the treasures conversation <laughs> by saying that there are things that I feel like are somewhat valuable to me, and that I don't know what I will end up doing with them. Oh yeah. So, and I mean, like to to a small extent, like photos, for example. Mm. We all have boxes of photos. I do. And mm-hmm. it's hard to decide, well, what do you do with all those photos? I mean, what do you do with pictures of you with your relatives that your children have never met? True. I my mean, parents have pictures from, my gosh. I mean, I'm sure if we went through my parents' basement, we'd see pictures from 
all of our childhood. I know. That I know. should be an episode. We should do this. Yeah, uh, right. Through. We'll just we sit should here have and a look treasures number two. And treasures vid- part two, where we YouTube go through all our and, old stuff. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's true. If there's and even sometimes things of people that they've never met, it doesn't hold as much value to them well, as it does. Us. I mean, I think of my myself. I mean, my mother has boxes of photos of relatives that I don't know. Yeah. And I will, she'll look at them with me and she'll be like, oh, this is your so grandfather's yeah. <laughs> brother. And I'm just like, oof, that's right? too remote. Yeah. I don't know like that guy. My mom has some old pictures of my grandparents. Sure. So those that's cool. I would keep. Yeah. Because they're, first of all, they're cool looking. Second of all, I know, I knew them. Yes. Um, even my great grandmother was still alive, uh, you know, when I was born and when I was a child. I remember going to her house and whatnot. But past that, I have no idea who some of these people are. Like, right? no clue. So there's no connection right. there. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And so, so real quick before we drink our next beer yeah. and wrap this up, um, you know, there's a bunch of things that my mother-in-law keeps everything. Sure. So literally everything. But... I said to her, like, we haven't been to their house in years. It's a small house, and they really do keep everything. Right. And I said, I'm like, I don't know what is valuable, and not even in the monetary sense, just in the mem- memorial Sentimental sense. Sentimental sense. Like, I don't know what you would want us to have. Right. So, like, you actually have to go through and, and show me and tell me the story behind these things if you want us to at least consider it. Because if I don't know, then I'll throw everything it's out. It's gone. Like, yeah. I'm not someone who's going to keep it because it was someone's if I don't know. Right. You'll there walk was across something behind it. an easy chair and think, well, this is, you know, it looks yeah. old right. and ratty. And I'm going to toss it. it. Yeah, and it could be sure. a great, great grandfather. Sure. It could have been, who knows? Someone could have made it. I have no idea. Exactly. But if I don't know exactly. and I don't have that connection to it, then I'm not keeping it. I'm right. not that person that's yeah. like... I'm just going to keep it because it was my mother-in-law's. That's not happening. Like, it has right. to have some sort of sentimental value. So, right. In conclusion, in let's conclusion, drink our new beer. We are going to drink this Kettle Sour. Mm. I'm holding a giant can of it right now, but I'll tell you guys the name of it in a second. Giant can, yeah. It's called Cran Box. So, it's a cranberry I believe I read or heard or something Mm. that the cranberries came from Michigan, I believe. Oh, cool. I think John's brother or something has a farm somewhere and connections and someone can can confirm or correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they are relatively regional uh, cranberries. So I love the color of cranberry liquids. Like even just at the holidays, like they make like a cranberry ginger ale and I just like the color of it. Like it sounds really good by the way. (laughs) Holiday-esque and like, it's just nice. I like it. Yeah. Even the head has a pink little hue to it. It's got like a a cinnamony smell Doesn't it? it? Like it's cranberry, but it's definitely got a spicy smell. Yeah. It does have a spice to it. Hmm. You know, I haven't had a sour in a long time, I feel like. I know. Oof. You're going to love it. Oh, that's really good. What I like about it mm. is it's so cranberry is a very strong tart very, flavor and very. it can be very divisive. There are people who don't like yeah. cranberry. What I like about this beer is that it definitely is cranberry, 100%, mm. no doubt about it. But it is not so overwhelming and so overpowering that you're like, 
You're oh, like, yeah. your teeth hurt Exactly. From you don't get that, like, jaw clenching yeah. sometimes that you get with, like, that super tart fruitiness. Or your whole um, face, like, dries up from it. <laughs> it's not like it's that at all. It's super cranberry. I get some spice to it, too. I'm curious what exactly... What else is going yeah, on here? Yeah, but it, it's got a really holiday-y aroma to it to yes. me. And aftertaste-wise, I get a little bit more of that funky sour, yes, that classic yes. that you get mm-hmm. from a kettle sour. Uh, but the the front of it, the beginning of the flavor is yeah, all it's cranberry. it's got a bit of a tail on there, the, the aftertaste right? to it. But um, yeah, it's not overpowering. Like, it's clearly cranberry. Mm-hmm. But I can take a sip. And enjoy it and still want more. Absolutely. Some of those cranberry or kettle sours, even depending on what their flavor profile is, you have a taste and you need a break. Like, you you know, you can't overpower your taste buds too much because it's just so much bold right. flavor you're gonna get like a stomach ache later yeah. because this is something that you can drink like, yeah i mean a pint of Morn and... and i got i have a growler <laughs> of it which is 32 ounces which would would mean each of us would get a pint a of pint, it yeah and that's probably it's good it's actually reasonable i, I could drink that. a pint of this i yeah. think and that's what i mean it's not uh some of them are, are so much just attacking your taste buds that right. you, you can't drink yeah. that much of it and you need that like break in between and then by the time you go back to it it's warm and it's not the, not, yeah. not the same this is actually a really good flavor profile that i could continue drinking i, I could definitely drink a pint of this and enjoy it so yeah two well, for luckily two. We can. i really <laughs> like i'm i am super excited to try out the rest of their beers and to see what they come up with in the future definitely definitely so, this was a very promising experience right i'm super excited that you uh saw them so mm-hmm. bubble house Lyle. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, Bubble Check House. Cheers, Lauren. And yeah. we'll see you guys next time. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week and cheers to you all. Cheers.